Welcome back to the Lion Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. For newcomers to this program, it is a place that we bring together the world's leading experts in all things health and wellness to help you optimize your life. This conversation is with my friend, Dr. Mike Wasilissen. He is the founder, or I believe co-founder, of MoveU, which is one of the best resources for physical therapy, self-care, movement-related uh, tutorials, guidance, wisdom, things of that nature. And uh, so we have a lot to catch up on, Mike and I. And this conversation, we share a lot of the very similar perspectives. So it was a real gift to get to share this conversation with such a... What was Mike? Mike is... He is a goofy bitch and he is also quite profound and well-read and um he's awesome he's like he's someone i have a lot of respect for and what he's done with growing move you i think is fantastic so from a business perspective uh from just a, a life philosophy perspective and also tangible information on how to be in your body in a more effective way how to inhabit yourself more effectively uh, that's what we get into this conversation and i'm very grateful to get to bring it to y'all i'm presently sitting here in a deep squat with my microphone computer on a bench on my, I have a, a place here in Bend, Oregon. I'm in my backyard and I'm looking out over the hill here and uh, just so darn grateful to have the opportunity to get to have a little escape from Los Angeles. And um, it's weird times living in the times of what we are calling a pandemic. Um, super fascinating. I'm not sure what's right. Hopefully you guys listened to my conversation with Dr. G last week. If not, I'd check that out. Really interesting perspectives on the present numbers of what's going on and possible, I don't know, man, it's very interesting. But I'm very grateful to have some open space here. So for you guys listening, if you have the potential to get out into a park, get out by a river, go get some sun, Joe um, jump in a body of water, uh, just get your self outside your body needs it you need the sun uh, really important make sure you're staying socially engaged with people make sure you are um, connecting with people you love people you care about make sure you're smiling when you're out and about in public you know, greet people be friendly um, you share a lot of information just with your facial gestures with your body language with the way you move through the world and um, now is a time more than ever that people could use some gosh dang reassurance that things are going to be okay because there's people in some weird situations right now and you might not know it when you're walking down the street you don't know what's going on in somebody's mind and someone's financial situation someone's health situation whatever you know so now i think it's time more than ever to be really kind to yourself kind to each other focus on getting good sleep you know, all the things you already know. Um, if you guys are interested in learning more about these things, how to be more effective in your body, uh, how to be healthier, how to boost your immune system, I recommend jump in onto alignpodcast.com and you can start the very first thing you could, you could play with, it's totally free, is a little how-to tutorial guide on how to sit more effectively if you're using a chair, uh, how to stand, uh, how to effectively get down on the ground if you have the opportunity to work down on the ground or computer on the ground or some food down there get some cushions uh, we break down exactly how to do that at alignpodcast.com and then also the first week of the align method online program that goes deeper all those things is also completely free so you can check that out all at alignpodcast.com and you can also um, find it at alignpodcast on instagram so here we go back to the program with my boy dr mike i hope you guys devour this conversation uh, if you do share it tell the world about it and here we go back to the podcast dr mike so you said vipassana yeah what was, vipassana. That, all, what was that all about okay so i there's a purpose i did that for so in back in 2006 i actually ran into some challenges with my heart and arrhythmia so like it came out of almost nowhere and then it like pretty much debilitated me for four or five years i thought i was going to die every day well 
and uh, I, I really I thought I was gonna die every time because I when when I'd go to bed if I had nightmares I'd wake up in the middle of the, in the night with my heart racing and I felt like I could that could set off an arrhythmia that could kill me so every morning I woke up I'm like oh, wow I made it another night wow. it's the purpose why the point is is like I got through 2012 and I had a procedure done an ablation done it was a hard ass decision to get it done I'm like do I keep working this naturally through breathing through you know, um, gain control of my body or do I go medical route and have them do an ablation, which can trim off the symptoms pretty much. And like stop the reverberating pathway. And I chose that route. Is it ablation in your heart? Yeah. They go through your leg. It changed my life instantly, truly immediately. 99%, a hundred percent of all symptoms are gone for like four years hmm. after that. And that's one reason why, uh, after I had that done, I go, I went crazy and like, I got my life back. I started free diving again, started traveling again, playing more action sports, got into jitsu. I was like so fucking happy. My life was back. Like I got to do those things again that I, I couldn't do any of this shit for four years. I couldn't get my, I was afraid to get my heart rate up because it could trigger an arrhythmia. Wow. Even golfing did it. And so I got my life back for like, cause you still, you know, whack. <laughs> I have to keep a, keep a cadence of under. 60, you know, under 60 revolutions. That's not a revolution. I don't jerk like this. <laughs> it's a circle jerk. You keep it low. Yeah, I got to keep it low, yeah. right? Yeah, I got to keep that. my technique. I keep yeah, my scap in position, yeah. and yeah. I want to make it more rotator cuff motion than yeah. just full, you know. I learned a lot of self-control in that whole experience. I did. Full circle. Full circle. So I yeah. did learn self-control. Yeah. Um, not only through this, <laughs> but through other factors. Yeah. So then I got my life back. My point was is then I started – Things started slipping a little bit, like in 2017, 18, I started drinking again, and in 2018, like alcohol always set off my my like my heart, and I had like a, a re uh, like a, it like flared up again in June 2018. I haven't drank since then actually, hmm. and um, I'm like fuck, like I know like there's it, the answers within. It, it's within. I I need to find it within, and I had a fear of my heart, like a fear of my heart, like if I felt something, I was scared of it. Just like with Move You, people were. I'm, this is all relating. I, I understand people that live their life like I'm in pain. I'm fearful. I'm like you don't have to live like this. Like I, my heart, I did create my own path. Like there's a solution for your body to get your life back. Hmm. I felt like I had to create my own, and still am with the heart. So that's why I'm like so passionate with move you and helping people. I'm like, dude, no, no. There's a path for you to get out of pain. Like here it is. We made it for you. Like you can do this. You can live your life. I know what it's like not to live life yeah. and to feel scared. I fucking get it. But going back to the the, the vipassana, I was um. Um, so last year I go, fuck it. I did. Hank told me Hank's done it here 10 days. I go, you know, I always like full immersion. People are like, you know, how about 20 minutes a day? If I'm like, how about 10 days straight? Yeah. I like the full immersion because yep. I get it all done. And so I did the 10 day silent retreat with this, my goal. Primary goal of that is to, um, not be fearful of my heart is to, it really, I don't want to say not to, but it was definitely to, uh, uh, is to, is to, is to get through layers of my heart that were causing because it's reduce the fear by learning. Mm -hmm. But what I got out of it was something different as well. What I really got out of it was I now can sense I still want, I still have some fear, but what I'm able to do now is I could feel now in the past I tend to run really hot with energy and like anxious and I get excited. And it's like those are low-level damaging for my heart. So I can feel now when things elevate. Like if I could feel like my blood pressure rising or heart rate, I feel that and I go, okay take it down where before I would just, I wouldn't even recognize it. Hmm. So it, it seems, it seems like that's a really common thing culturally. And I've experienced this myself as well. Like feeling, um, almost like, like a, a visitor in your body as opposed to living inside of yourself. You know, and it's like, oh, I don't really know how to work this thing. And it's like, I'm from, almost like from a foreign country. I don't want to break anything. Yeah. These doors are maybe too small or too, I don't know. What's the code on this? A visitor. Yeah. Someone tell me what to do in this yeah, thing. What, yeah. What, what, how do I operate? I don't really, you know, I don't really feel at home in this thing. Yes. And, and that's I'm, why people with in healthcare that I've, you know, I've left healthcare because uh, people would approach healthcare and doctors would let me, I'll fix it for you. Don't do anything to this thing. It's a big, scary object, your body. You could make it worse. Yeah. Take these things, these pain measures, surgery, adjustment to like, I'll take it away for you. I'll do the best I can. You just need to manage it. The other way is like, screw that, man. Just learn, op learn how to, this thing operates. Yeah. Just put the time in once and you'll have the skill for the rest of your life and you won't have to fear any of that anymore. And you won't need to go seek people's opinions. Yeah. And some people message me, they go, I want to set up a plan for an opinion. I'm like, opinion by opinions, fix your shit. <laughs> 
no matter what, I'll, t- I'll tell you, that's not going to change. That's <laughs> my opinion. So when you were sitting in the Vipassana at 29 Palms, what was uh, challenging about that? What were the, the, the hard parts? Well, uh, so this is really, is so fascinating. So I learned that, through, I learned through them as well that, that um, craving, that pain occurs, pain, stress, tension occurs one of two ways primarily, whether we, we crave something we don't have or wait, we crave something or we avoid something. Yep. Craving and avoidance. Mm-hmm. And so what occurred, and so how this relates to Vipassana is Vipassana is, is a true inward. Have you done any Vipassana before? I've done one 20 on Palms. How long? 10 day? Yeah. You did? Yeah, man. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Where am I looking? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Two cameras. It's like when you're at a party, it's like seven cameras. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. No, I don't do that part. Not usually. <laughs> For those listening, Mike just flicked off the camera. Yeah. <laughs> More reason to check out the video. You did the 10 day. When did you do that? Uh, I think I did that probably just about a year ago. Oh, you did a year? Oh, my goodness. We're close then to each other. You, we might have been in the same bunk. I almost jerked off in that bunk, but I never did Did you it. really? Yeah, did, did I, you? Did no, you I didn't it? jerk Not off. Not to make this whole conversation be about your did masturbatory I, practices. Did I Did I have any masturbatory practices in there? I thought about it a lot because you're not allowed to. And you got nothing to do. You don't have a pen. You don't have a cell phone. You got nothing. The so reason I didn't. sit and then you yep. go to your room and essentially look at your you do. look at your stuff. The reason I didn't was because I am, I've programmed myself to be maspiratory on <laughs> video content only. <laughs> so my mental imagery ability to produce that video image like I had when I was a kid, yeah. I've lost that. Oh, that's good. So yeah, I well, couldn't. I would just good, look down at my dick and go, there's, there's nothing I, I could do. What do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> so how was the sitting for you? How was your experience? So something that I would like to get into in all, all seriousness is, is something that um, my perspective was, was shifted of, of what is pain. So during the Vipassana, that was like a very fascinating experience. And I'm sure you experienced lots of times. So in your sense, I guess uh, I could just say a big, almost like dumb question. Like what is pain to you? Great. My personal experience of pain through Vipassana. So I, I actually got into chiropractic rehab because of a pain I felt in my back. For those of you guys, it's like middle of my back on the right side. I felt this burning pain. I was like 18 years old. And I, I went to see a chiropractor and understand it. And I've... Along that journey, it actually became almost debilitating where the pain would be, it would have a central point, And if I didn't address it, it would slowly radiate outwards from that point until it was all encompassing all the time in my body. And adjustments didn't really do much. But what I learned is that if I maintain my, if I really focus on my conscious alignment while exercising and controlling the muscles and, and keeping my movements clean and, and, uh, biomechanically, um, I guess you would say correct and sound. And if I maintain that practice, then that pain was gone. So I actually thought I fixed my pain, Hmm. but I didn't because in Vipassana, it came back more fierce than ever. Because we would, free, you know, we in Vipassana, we would sit for 11 hours a day. And like and this, this t- one practice where you, you pick a posture and then you can't move for, you don't move for an hour. Was it an hour? Each one's one? an hour. Yeah, Each one's an hour. Don't move break. anything. And guys, yeah. that adds up. That hour, the last, the first time you do it, that the first 30 minutes is okay. And yeah, then it's like the first each minute is an hour yeah. after that. <laughs> and the last minute is three hours. <laughs> And then you're, you have no – it's not like you're looking at a workout timer <laughs> countdown. You have no clue when this is ending yeah. uh, until this voice comes on. But that pain came back, started to come back stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And so in Vipassana, I, I learned that, that you know, we uh, – there was a, a – I found that state on day five or six, this Banda state, which is this total body vibration. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel total body arms in this, but it was a total feeling of weightlessness and, and, and freedom and just bliss. It was like a drug uh, that I'd never experienced before. Which you don't want to get too attached to. Ex- oh, <laughs> Release the Banga. <laughs> the first time I felt that, then afterwards, after that, I started craving that, and then I couldn't find it again because I was craving it. Yeah. And then at the same time, I'm craving that, I'm trying to position myself to avoid that pain. Yeah. And um, and so craving and avoiding were two things that I tr- I truly embraced because I was starting to avoid. And so after day six, day seven, day eight, day nine, no more bonda. And then I was, now what I was doing is I I was fighting this this thing saying no no just this is part of the process. And the other part was like. 
you didn't get anything out of it, Mike, because you didn't experience Bonda. Bonda was the goal. Yep. And then day nine, day 10, I remember sitting there and, go, and, and saying to myself, I was so frustrated at this point. I was just like, fuck this. I was so frustrated. And I remember thinking to myself that um, just I put myself in this state. I'm like, just whatever. Just if you, all, if you had this time, like just relax and embrace this time. Just embrace it. Just just relax into this time and don't expect anything to occur. Like just how would I enjoy it? There was a way I worded it to myself that as soon as I like let this go, I just got swept away hmm. by this vibration again. And and I'll never forget this though. So this is full vibration and I'm just like, this is unbelievable. And so this Bonda state elevated, it just absolutely took precedence over the pain I was feeling. It's just, it was so enjoyable that my mind moved into Bonda and experiencing that. And the pain was not a, it's not that it was stronger than it. It was just so much more. My, my mind was so gravitated to that Bonda state that the pain was, it, it, I mean, you could say it disappeared. It wasn't there anymore, but it wasn't a focal point. Mm. Bonda was more powerful than any pain. Mm. And I'll never forget this part. So, and, and you know this, and everyone out there is, they, they split this room up, half women, half guys, everyone's sitting there uh, when our eyes are closed. And oh, I'm in this Bonda state, and I just hear this. This someone just rips this fart, right? <laughs> this woman. By the way, it was 50 men, 50 women, and I cal- I tallied up the women, probably 200, probably 100 farts. The guys, about 13. <laughs> they were disgusting creatures. <laughs> it showed their true self. Showed their true self. But the the joke is at least was, they weren't attached. They weren't attached. They, they weren't, weren't attached. So I'm in bonded, and I just yeah. hear. I just hear this. Now, this is where it gets good. It's our last day. Uh, we just hear this, right? And our eyes are closed. And then four seconds later, you're, but you could tell by the proxy, you could tell by where the noise came from. This noise came from, it was the same fart, but came from a different location. Meaning this woman farted and was running out of the room and came again. Like I could trace the, 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 the roots of the noise. And I like, I, I a piece of like a breadcrumb trail that she was leaving. We all busted up laughing. So like all, every guy we couldn't control. We're out of control laughing. I'm still in Bonda the whole time. Now. I stayed in Bonda, and then everyone simmered I think down. It's pronounced bunga. 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 Damn it. So then I'm in this bunga, and I'm so everyone simmers down to laughing. Everyone simmers, and then all of a sudden you would just hear someone would a, a guy from the, and we would all just lose it again. It was just. Just the fart. We just knew it traveled, and the women were struggling this whole time. So where is the intersection between, like, more like this Stuart McGill kind of very biomechanical Western perspective of, like, no matter what, I can fix your shit mechanically. Right, right. Where does that meet more the the Eastern esoteric, it's a, you know, a a samskara impression from a past trauma that you've been holding on to this emotional contraction and now that's manifesting itself in the physical body. So good. I, you know, I've taken all Stuart, I've taken Stuart McGill courses. I've seen him speak at our school. Stuart McGill's very biomechanically. These are the research-based exercises to help you do this. This is how to do it. And it, it's, for, for the movie way, it's like, yeah, that's good. But it's very, for most people, if you're not a doctor, if you're not a PT, it's very boring. Yeah. It's very dry. Mm-hmm. And it's also, it also has this idea of, only doing that exercise proper in that moment. Whereas my philosophy, the move you philosophy is that that exercise in proper form is, is a training tool for you to gain awareness to the positional presence of your body so that you can implement that throughout your life, that position. Hmm. Not in the moment. And I believe that's where PT and that and medical breaks down is that they think that by doing sets and reps, you can rep away pain. But your point is that you're saying, but where does that come from? Like, and I've taken landmark form as well oh, and cool. ALA and these leadership trainings is that like how much of the pain like is rooted from mental in the past. And we, we joke that we'll remove you in five years. I think we'll be called thank you because so much of this pain, like much or of maybe this, feel you feel you right <laughs> Feel you, feel me, yeah. yeah if you get, feel you. <laughs> go back to the masturbatory. That's not bad, actually. Masturbatory. Yeah. It'll go back. It'll yeah. have, it never goes far They're from never. that. <laughs> so, we're always very primal, especially here. <laughs> but I gotta say that the the move you way isn't currently isn't one that that 
that really seeks to go backwards and help people uncover. Though I feel that I understand the value of that, the move you way is this is where you are today. You have pain, whether it's mental or physical. And the solution that, that, I, be, that, that I believe we do a good job at doing is get, providing people the guidance, the guidance and the direction for them to gain awareness of their body through a series of progressive exercises that transfers to their life. But the, the entire goal of this isn't biomechanical awareness. It's, it's this concept that I'm coining as positional presence. Upon completion, you now are present you're aware of the position of your body and its parts at any given second throughout the day. And it's quite possible that what we're doing is truly connecting people, is, is, is helping people be present with something, hmm. with their body parts, rather than fearing the past or texting or their body out of control. Is that this, all the stuff we're teaching them, it puts them in this position of being present all the time with their body position. Therefore, they're present with this world. Yeah. And not fearing going back to Vipassana, not with pain, not avoiding it anymore, and not uh, not not seeking to avoid it or seeking to not have it. Yeah. But being here and present with your body. There's very much overlap, and I'm sure you relate as well with a line. Is that the Vipassana uh, in 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 the Buddha philosophy as well is very much in alignment. I want to put on go on a limb and say what we do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, right. I saw. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even understand Buddhist philosophy, but boy, there is significant correlation between that and the Move You philosophy. It feels to me like what I've gathered from uh, listening to you and you know just watching you and the internet and in person, and everything. It feels like what you're really interested with people is is helping them find themselves or find deeper purpose. You know, it seems like that's like like taking control of your fucking life. You know, and, and it's through, you're not a victim. You're, yeah, yes. through the access point, the medium of your physical, mechanical, you know, bicep, breaky, whatever. But it's like that's just a door to to get into yourself. Is kind of what I'm gathering from like watching you. And we, yes, and I always reel us back in though to 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 truly connecting, meeting people with where they are, and we meet people with pain. That's where we meet them. Yeah. Uh, that's our, and we can get into highest possible self and achieving personal greatness and, and achieving like your own, like that is there. And that is something that I do want to move into. But right, right now, currently we meet people with usually with pain and then we help people understand the pain is necessary in life without pain. There's not growth. There's no growth yet. We acknowledge the pain. We feel it. It hurts. It doesn't feel good, but opportunity exists within pain to learn yourself. Yep. And then through that pain, we, and through the pain, as we learn, we tend to fear the unknown. And so if we have fear of pain, we actually are fearing the unknown. And therefore, the unknown is our bodies hmm. and our minds. So we help people, instead of fear the unknown, we help them know through anatomy, through anatomy, through understanding their injury, through correct movement. And then therefore, along the way, they gain confidence in themselves again. And they gain self-control over their lives. And then from that point, we, I have the confidence and I've seen the results that then people then apply that to the rest of their life naturally. Yeah. I don't necessarily focus too much on the after because I think it starts getting into something like CBD. I personally believe it's probably good at a few things, really, really good. But now, oh, anything CBD. Right. Hair loss, rub CBD on your head. Yeah. Erectile dysfunction, masturbate with CBD. And eventually there's a point where there's what is it really, the, like the main purpose of it where people connecting with people where they are, it's kind of lost because it's for everything. Yeah. I wonder, so there's like the Rumi quote, I think, is like the cure for the pain is in the pain. You know, so going into the pain. And then you, you referenced before saying that you were kind of moving around the pain by Avoid. changing your, your movement patterns, which seems like the logical thing. But then all of a sudden you sit with yourself long enough that s something starts stirring and coming up. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize this was here the whole time. And I wonder like... Can you rephrase do, that? Do we go into the pain? And if we do... You know, do we jump into the dragon's mouth and now the other side is like, ah, oh, here I am. And if that is the solution, how does one actually like tangibly do that? Um, or do we go around it or do we do both? Mm. You know, so if a person has, you know, grounded here on earth, like my fucking back hurts. You know, I've had this shoulder impingement issue or my knee, like every time I squat beyond whatever, my knee just like fires up. You know, so like, what's the, mm, there's two from, from my experience. And so, um, for those, everyone out there as well, I've been in healthcare 
uh, in chiropractic and rehab. I've worked in the VA, worked with uh, a lot of physical therapists, and I've worked with about 10,000 people. And from what I've one-on-one, 10,000 or so. And what I've, what I've, what I've experienced is two main, there's, there's two main presentations. Number one is the person who felt a pain and then avoided it for 20 years or five years. And the other person who felt the pain and pushed into it and kept pushing into it because pain, feel the pain. And each one of those routes carries its own set of consequences Mm -hmm. that, that, that tend to have a negative if they, it, it, they're the negative with avoidance, the body might shift to one side. You avoid doing the things you like to do. You're babying it, and it becomes very weak and fragile. And the other way is you just keep pushing into that. If you're squatting with maybe, maybe you've got like an unleveling hip and an anterior tilt, and you go, I'm just keep pushing the pain. I need more strength. Where you're building more strength around that imbalance and also causing further accelerated imbalance wear and tear. Yeah. So neither of those two, we believe, is, is, a, is an effective route to help people live free from pain. And I don't say live pain-free, but live free from pain because pain is – freedom from pain is in the mind. It's not in the body. Free from pain means I'm not constrained by this pain with my life. And so the methodology that we teach people is we show people – we specifically help people understand – the, the individual range that their body has in each area, like, for example, the pelvis. For them to explore the end range of the pelvic tilt into anterior forward tilt, that's the arch in the back for everyone, and then the backwards tuck all the way, which is posterior tilt, and to explore that full range and then to learn and settle in a neutral position for them. And so we move through about 100 different um, balancing acts with the body and the end result is the ability to um, connect your body head to toe top to bottom because the part the part can't be well unless the whole is well is one of my favorite plato quotes and one mm-hmm. that we built move you off of where medical is the part yeah and so that's the and so we don't tell people i haven't found very i haven't found it effective to tell people what's wrong with them tell them what to do I haven't seen people achieve anything. They'll just do the reps, like holding on an ice cube until it melts away. Yeah. But we found the most through education. It's my duty to educate, which means I also have to trust people's ability to figure out something on their own. Yeah. I don't think healthcare does that. So we go, this is your range here, especially with back pain. A lot of people, anterior tilt, there's patterns that exist. Just like in your forward from Kelly Sturette. He goes, I'm, I'm a, I feel like I'm a master at feel, noticing, recognizing patterns and correlations. And I relate with that. Because most people with anterior tilt in their pelvis, they tend to get SI. If they have pain, they feel in the SI joint. They feel hip impingement. They feel in the low back joint. People in posterior tilt, they tend to feel disc herniation. And so now they're in this position. They don't know they're in that position. So telling them their position doesn't do anything. They need to self-discover it. So through the process of self-discovery is what I found. The greatest breakthroughs in my life have occurred. So we deliver that self-discovery through Move You, through the programs we create. Because that's what we, we really move to help people. You can discover this on your own without us telling you, even though it's a very it's an ego trip. You go, I know what's wrong with you. You're in posterior tilt. Do this. It's ego and it works well for the doctor. It sounds good, but doesn't. I haven't seen it be very effective with helping people transform their life. What have you learned? Something that I think you're quite masterful with is communicating, communicating, and within that, I think oftentimes someone that is in a, a doctor role or you know whatever high up teacher, guru, mm-hmm. shaman, whatever, yeah, like yeah, okay, yeah, I'm up yeah, here, you're yeah, down yeah, here, sure, I will totally. heal you. Yes, uh, I think oftentimes what's I see is kind of like hiding behind polysyllabic language and kind of keeping that person up on this pedestal and keeping them down here. And yes. I, will, I will be the healer, but you kind of flip that upside down oh. and you're like, I want to meet you exactly where you're at. And it, I feel that form of communication allows you to be able to actually like perforate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So perforate isn't like go in, it, like look, enter. I think this is where I think this is what you're what you're what you're getting at here is is through medical school, through doctor school, PT school, whatever it is, is there's this institutionalization that occurs. So these people that actually learn the high level language, they learn body movement by progressively more complex language, and it stops there. So the more complex, when you understand anterior tilt, your erector spinae are shortening and it's causing, it's it's attaching to the, the 
posterior, superior iliac crest and causing a rotation and ipsilateral and contralateral and and there's in this causes it in like this this I don't even fucking remember it anymore. <laughs> now I just come to realize I don't even remember that. In the middle of this, I'm like I'm not making sense to anybody who knows this language, including myself. So what occurs is this 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 education of bot movement from the masters, the Stuart McGill's, the, 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 the people who have achieved the, the doctorate degrees in mechanics, it's only understood within that group of people through the use of continued, like higher vocabulary words. And therefore, when they graduate and get that, they, there's a huge barrier, even people who, doctors that want to help people, but explaining, re-simplifying that terminology to common person language is something that they're not trained to do. Yep. And so I, I've spent thousands of hours resimplifying. I, I mean, in 2016 and 17 and 15, I would spend thousands, hundreds and thousands of hours simplifying those. Like, what does anterior tilt mean? And like, so resimplifying those. But also, I believe, goes the core philosophy. There's something I accepted was that people care about themselves first. And, and first and foremost, they're, they're there for themselves. Hmm. And, I, and I accepted that. So when people would come in with back pain, they weren't there for me, Dr. Mike. And be, because Dr. Mike would be like, I'm here to heal you as fast as possible. Uh, let's take an x-ray. I know what's wrong with your back. And that's a doctorish thing to do. Yeah. And when I accepted the people are there for themselves first and foremost, that I'm only just this, I'm just this puppet in their life. I'm just this piece in their life that they're using me to get to the next place. And I accepted that. I can now wholeheartedly just seek to connect with them to what I believe the truth is on their simple words is to, is to connect with that person is to help that person with words that they need so they can move on their life without me. Hmm. And it's a, uh, it was totally a drop of ego to do that. I was in it though for the ego, hardcore. For I know what's wrong with you, Aaron. You, I'm going to find you a six millimeter herniation at your L4, L5. Let's get an MRI to prove it. Yep, yep. I knew it. Yep. I look back and what the fuck did that even do other than actually that process of diagnosing somebody now? They have a, they're now, they, 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 they now can be constrained, feel like chained and victim to that diagnosis. Like yep. they carry it with them now. I should damage them. Yeah. By diagnosing them. Yeah. And you see a lot of those diagnoses when you see the MRI or the X-ray, you can see a person that they're like on the edge of a disc herniation or some cataclysmic <gasps> event happening inside their joint. They're like, I'm completely pain free. And then there's yeah. another person that's yeah. the inverse of that. Totally. And I'm like in this fibromyalgia excruciating. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like your spine is like immaculate. Perfect. So that, to me... We need more tests to find out what it is. It shouldn't be perfect. There's so, something we'll find. So, I mean, where do we just, like, throw our hands up and say, like, fuck, I don't know, just do it all? Or, like, how do, do we... Do it all? What do you mean? Well, for the do it all is and do I do the Vipassana and do I do the mechanical oh. stuff and do I just, like, shotgun? I'm just going to do everything and hope something sticks. Mm. You know, like, I want to come back to the person that's listening. It well, is people's like spectrum of everything, because medical... An alternative are the are the go-to resources, the traditional go-to resources is first medical. Most people with pain go see a doctor and they consider a doctor an MD. Yep. And then they'll, the PT, Cairo, massage is second, third. Now that whole, if that scope of possibility, if, if there's, let's say there's truly, people would only consider, they say they've done everything mm-hmm. when they've done medical X-rays, chiropractic, shots, surgery, physical therapy, acupuncture, that to them is, quote, everything. But really what that is is them only looking down one road. You're on a main road. There's, there's 20 roads. They just look down one, and they're saying it's everything because their horse blinders are on, and they see because that's mainstream. That's the only road, and that's them. And that's why people feel like failures at the end because mm-hmm. they go, I've tried everything, and I'm still here. You've just tried everything you know. Thomas Edison says, one of his quotes, if I can get this right, he goes, remember this, when you think you've exhausted all possible options, remember that you haven't. Yeah. And, and, um, and so what you're asking is truly why I created Move You hmm. is, is I believe that myself, Andrew, Andrew overcame a 10-millimeter disc herniation 
um, with no surgery. He was a student of mine at Cal State San Marcos College. I used to be uh, an instructor there. I taught kinesiology to pre-physical therapy students as a chiropractor. <laughs> I just always like, I've always connected more to PTs. I think chiros are weirdos for the most part. Um, I do. <laughs> I just remain silent. I don't really <laughs> relate with most chiropractors. Chiropractors out there, I don't really relate with you. If you're trying to tell people to come in and see you three times a week for three weeks, twice a week for two weeks, and trying to enroll this pe- these people in this lifestyle of getting adjusted, when it's it's not it's not necessary i do think that there's power in the adjustment but i think it's going to be the first one two three or four you can pop something free if you can do that in the first few visits you can i've seen significant change with people but then the rest of it comes down to them actually learning how to reposition their body and strengthen it into that position like mm. that's how i've seen the greatest results but i think your question was um what the hell did you ask me just the person like i'm essentially parking back to like what the fuck is pain got it so you know? so then the reason I created Move You is, is Andrew, he overcame this pain. I taught him what I knew, then he figured out the rest of his own. Fixed his body, no surgery, no pain anymore, no herniation. Actually, we don't know. We need to get an MRI, but it doesn't matter. He's got no pain. He's confident in his body. He lifts a shitload. Myself, I've had – I'm an athlete. Every injury, flipping off bikes, jiu-jitsu, broken bones, everything. I don't need to see a chiropractor. I never need to see a physical therapist. I go, if, if everybody could just – there's a certain set of skills. There's a, there's a, there's a superpower that if people if, – if every person out there – knew what I knew with body movement, if they all knew what I knew, then the, everybody in the world would be, the pain would be, uh, it would be a minority. It wouldn't be a 50, $500 billion, whatever it is. It'd be a freaking minuscule because everyone would know how to fix their own shit. And so when we create the Move You program, I'm like, Andrew, like, let's create this guide that just teaches people what we know. I thought it'd take them two years to learn it. It takes them about six months right now. Hmm. So my job is to give people that superpower, and that is the ability to for it's two parts to it. Number one, it's 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 understanding the truth, which is that anything is possible in this world. Anything's possible. What we can create, what we could see, what we could feel, what we could like create in our minds, we can achieve it. There's been other people, far worse circumstances that have overcome anything. And the process to achievement is relatively the same, whether you're playing an instrument, learning a new sport, um, trying to achieve greatness in, in a, uh, as, a, as an instructor, or, or whether you lost a leg or a traumatic injury and now your, your goal is to go back to running. There's a general process. Robert Greene in the book Mastery, I think, describes it the best. Uh, but there's a process to achieving that. It's a process. It's not luck. It's not, you know, it's not an opinion. You combine that with this tract that move you, we, I, we all created this tract and this path to help people gain those skills in their body. Yeah. Combining those, the motivation that you need to in the, in the motivation and the belief in the in the in just the the accountability to overcome anything combined with the actual then using that fireball applying it from start to finish and learning those components of controlling and moving your body properly that's what is that's what move you's done to connect people and that those two merge they merge the whole way they connect at the end and people that's it's, it's transformational because yeah. of that and then i'm like you're good they tell me they go i got a long way to go after the month people on the program they all say the same thing they go i got a long way to go but i'm feeling good i'm like you got it you're good to go like bam redirected next you're gonna fucking make it. it's like getting a it's like getting a spacex thing right the hardest thing is getting that getting off the ground <laughs> right but getting through the atmosphere once it's through it fucking fine yeah. goes forever yeah i wonder with you so you've like created you've you've done some serious manifestation and people that don't have resistance to that word but you've had a vision for this it yes. seems and now we're sitting inside of it. I wonder for the, you. This isn't the best look right now. For wow. So if you, we got to turn the cameras around <laughs> to the rest of the place. We're at the production series yeah. under uh, construction. But uh, it's pretty freaking cool, man. You've arrived in a place that very, very few people arrive at. I, I acknowledge that. You know, and, and so in that, I wonder, is there, have, is there anything that you've gathered along that way? Yep. yep. That's a great question. And th- that's a really good question. I didn't quite, when I was a practicing chiropractor, injury doc, whatever you want to call me, I would always try to get people better as fast as possible. And the driving force of Move You, it actually was time was I created this nine to five job around myself where I just saw patients all day long, mm-hmm. all day long. I couldn't go spearfish, my favorite hobby. 
I couldn't go travel and see my dad for a week because my if I left, my business wouldn't make money. Yep. And so my first driving force was I was I was so absolutely determined to turn whatever I was doing into an online business so I could have more freedom in my schedule. I just wanted to be able to have freedom and just go spear fishing for a week, go spend it a week with my dad. I just wanted to be able to do that. And, and it hit this boiling point of frustration in 2016 where I was like, I can't take this shit anymore. I did a spear fishing trip. I read a book called Endurance, Shackleton's Incredible Journey. Mm. Also helped from great mentors as well. Plus we had a big social media. We were really gathering momentum with our social media and I, I committed. I'm like, I told the whole team, like, in one year, we're going to be an online business. I'm going to, we're going to sell this practice. We're going to be all online in a year. And that point was the every bit of focus and energy. Everyone in my whole life has been like, Mike, you, you, you just need to focus. And I, I got so frustrated with people saying that. I didn't know what it meant. I was so angry at them for saying it. Everyone would say it to me. And I just turned every bit of whatever it was, all the focus that I'd held in the tank, it was absolutely relentless determination to turn this into a business. It was Life of success or death by mediocrity it was truly life or death in my mind. Mm. I didn't go. There was no traveling. There was no dating. I didn't. I didn't have sex for nine months, which is, which that was a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so like this night. And so I didn't go home for the holidays. Every night I'd see patients. Choice the sex for nine. Yeah, I just it was a, it was a it was a self punishment. It was like really? I pictured myself climbing Mount Everest. I'm like. I'm Mill Everest. I ain't gonna turn and be fucking up here. I gotta get to the top because this weather could turn. Hmm. So it was like a self. I pictured myself climbing a mountain, like a hard one. And so it was like seeing patients till 5 p.m. Then I go home and work till 3 a.m. Building what's not move you over every night. And I was so excited for Saturday and Sunday because I got to do it from the second I woke up till second until 3 a.m. And it took one year of that. And it is nearly almost exactly on the date I sold Move You. I sold Cali Spine, stood up Move You. We became all online. That process, here's what it taught me. This is exactly, this is what you're getting at. It's that what I know equals success is, is it, I, that truly leveled me up for life. Like the lessons I learned and also led me to see, I, now I'm up a little higher and I go, oh my God, I see where all these people's frustrations are. Yeah, I could do, I could do career coaching and all this stuff. I could do that. But, but people in pain i'm looking at them like you guys have just never i'm looking at them like they've just never gone all in Hmm. they've never they've never put that commitment out there they've never put in that relentless hard challenging painful necessary work into their bodies maybe they have but it wasn't maybe through they're like got a personal trainer but they haven't done it in the way that I know they need to do it. That mindset that I used to get me from Cali Spine to, to, to move that year, I'm like, if people take that mindset, I just need to get that mindset, simplify it, put it inside and move you. Use that mindset to follow and then just follow these body. Well, there's no special movements. We don't have any special body movement tricks. There's not like, Shh, this is the secret stretch. Yeah. It's all a bunch of simple shit. Lined up in a row, everything builds upon the next one, just like you would learn jiu-jitsu. First, you learn to hold someone down, then you okay to get your legs in there, and then you get, then you hold, then you gain your ground, and then an arm goes, and it's a technique. So you build it, and so they build that over the over a year, and so that same mindset, go, fucking, hate. all you people that are complaining about pain and stuck and frozen, all you need is the fucking plan to do it. You got to do this mindset though. You got to go all in. You got to do it every fucking day. This isn't three times a week. You fucking do it for as long as it takes. And that's the hardcore fucking truth. That way works. Hmm. It works. It always produces. It can't not produce phenomenal results. It's impossible. Do you, do you, oh, go on. Sorry. No, because there's just there's just there, that's where growth is in that pain. Yeah. So do you have a sense of where that fire came from for you? It, was there uh, was there like a kernel of fear? Was there some type of pain? Was Frustration with of, healthcare. Yeah frustration with healthcare and just that symptoms are being treated um the truth wasn't really it's like you're seeing something that you're seeing other people not seeing you're like what <sighs> yeah i was just like this is just this this whole process is is not it's not it's not people aren't getting the results they're looking for even with the best healthcare even the best process in healthcare yeah. all because it's built on treatments it's built on management it's like saying, oh, you're unhappy with your life. You're, you're ha- unhappy with it? It's, okay, you could go all in. No, no, no. You need to learn to manage this. Let's treat your life. 
Take these medications. You'll feel better with this medication. You're good right where you are. We're going to help comfort you where you are. Yep. But the healthcare isn't trans. It's not built to help people experience a transformation. Yep. And I'm like, we've got it. Like I, and I also want to be the best at science. I've always wanted just to be the best at science. Tiger Woods is my idol uh, growing up and, and still is today. Uh, I just have always wanted to personally just be the best at something and be known to, for being the best, whatever that means. It feels like in the modern world, and we'll wrap up pretty soon, but, um, it feels like, you know, we're kind of like, kind of, we're completely living in a, a like a human zoo of sorts. And I think within that, I think that f- living a life that's truly on purpose where you, f- you like every day you wake up and you have that fire for what you're doing. <sighs> Um, that's something that I, I think, um, I think that is a solution to a lot of things. And then all of a sudden you naturally find yourself in alignment because you have a direction to go. But for so many people, it just feels kind of this blurry vision, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I, what is my, why am I, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a question that I get from, from people, uh, of like, how do I find purpose? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. It goes like, did I have, and I asked myself this, I'm like, did I feel purpose? Before I started Move You, or did I find purpose through the process? And I found purpose through the process. I used to think that I would find my purpose for life by, I used to go on these hunting trips, go on these outdoor trips. I would expect to like be struck with something, struck with this purpose. I used to do that for years, but I found the purpose through the commitment and the commitment was simple for me. It was just, I want to live yeah, I was frustrated with healthcare, but first and foremost, it was for me. I just wanted to live. I just wanted to. I just wanted to just have more freedom in my life and have a career that could support that. Hmm. And through that, I discovered more of it. But then again, I look back at some of my, like I always, I'd done like goal planning and shit, like eight, ten years, fifteen, twelve years ago. My, I had myself on stage with millions of people when I, I drew that out, like hmm. long time ago. But just there's no stage in front of millions of people because now it's online stage. It's just like that didn't exist when I made that though. You had to stand on a fucking stage and be a stadium. Right. So yeah, I think purpose is found, at least for me, mm-hmm. it's found through the hard work. Some sort of a commitment that that got me motivated for a year, where they gave me that face down work and pushed through, and the purpose was found, discovered through that. Because now it's like it's freedom. Now I got so many responsibilities. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so many i embrace them but where are those wait hold on oh, this spearfishing weeks where are those at but richard branson's definitely my lifestyle idol with his life with how he lives he does it he does it well yeah he told barack obama barack's like richard how do you balance work and play so well and he goes i treat them both uh as equals mm. it's all part it's all just living yeah well i think it's a similar thing from like a movement perspective like how do we integrate more effective movement uh into every step that we take and every breath that we make and yeah. every usage of our eye muscles like all of that you're like yogaing yourself or pilates pilatesing or crossfit whatever pilatesing pilatesing yeah like yeah. like every step that you take throughout the day like that is an opportunity if you have some sense of the mechanics of how to do so and then like some intention and like bam you're off to the races but i think for the most part you know, it's either a lack of education of the mechanics yeah. or a lack of like joie de vivre chutzpah. What's that? You know, just like oh, I, like I really like I have a vision. And I want to, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to right because there. there's two. There is two parts. You can't if you just have a vision, you're all fire, but you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't know what you, there's no plan. You like, might you, just make fires. <laughs> that's <laughs> you right. Know? That's great. <laughs> so. I, the love when you're acknowledging, right? You may just make fires. Might just make fires. Yeah. There's a mechanical conversation as well. Because most people teach, <laughs> most PTs, they do. They teach the mechanics, yeah. and I'm like looking at, it, I'm like, this is all good, but this shit's boring. And for people who don't know why they're doing this, yeah, it's like they're not gonna do it long enough to see the results. They got to see the big picture of why they're doing it. Yeah. And they do. Then people put in the work once they see the big picture. Mm. But it does take. I think it does take an initial kind of like blind leap in there as well. Yep. We found it takes about a month for people. That's what we discovered, and we're fortunate enough to have now like fifteen. We have fifteen thousand members in our in our programs from like one hundred twenty countries. They're like actively fixing their shit. Great. And so what's really cool now is I could get I draw some large sample size. I can see what people are doing. Yep. I'm like, oh, it takes people about thirty days of work before they realize how much work it really takes. But that, at that point, they're excited to keep doing the work because they can, like, they just taste it. They got a taste of victory. Yeah. Is, Holy shit. Is there any standout? And then we really wrap up 45 minutes. So, is there any standout things where people are jacking up their shit? 
where it's like you see it in the world and just like, God damn, like if we stopped doing these three things. Dude, your book is great. Like you cover some key movements with that, especially hip hinging mm. um, where people are jacking up their shit. I heard from you we hip hinge 3,500 times a day. Is and that, I heard that, that through McKinsey Institute. Yeah, to a degree. It's yeah. a lot. No, little even a little mini hip hinge. Add a little to a little, eventually you get a lot. Yeah, yeah. So is there things that people? I think people know. Like people, if I go, yeah, you're sitting too much. They go, I know. And then you go, you text, <laughs> I know. But my favorite quote ever is to know and not to do is to never really know. Never know, yeah. It's to never know. It's like someone going, I smoke. You should stop smoking. I know. You don't know. Because if you didn't know, if you knew, you wouldn't do. So therefore, you go, I know. I don't do. You don't know because you do. <laughs> and so um, what people are doing to like jack themselves up out there. Um, could be. Here, you know what? I'll tell you what they do. I'll tell you what together. they do. Internal. It is. Yeah. They, um, they, they, they blame if they feel anything, pain or balance. They're very quick to point the finger at something. Yeah. It even Which may then be, you immediately lose control. It even may be their past. They may even go, I mess myself up in sports. What they're saying is they now have a reason why they are still messed up. Yeah. So, or they'll say a doctor did it to me, or I was in a car accident. Uh, my sports did it to me. My bed uh, from sitting too much. Like they have these, re- my genetics. Every time we go, if that's what it was, or we think that that's true, that actually we become constrained to that and chained to that. Yep, your story. So uh, I encourage people just to, instead of just acknowledge that that caused it, but know that you don't have to live like that. It's a choice. But that can be scary to leave an old story because it's all you know, and the other side of that could be, you know, something worse. So it's totally, if you want to comfort your little baby, your little. I my diagnosis. That's why I have pain. It's mine. Yep. I could have been something except I had that football totally. injury. And so you know what the world I does is excuse. I think it was Robert Greene's like the world. The world's always like, oh, I understand. The world's always so compassionate to yep. to your problems. Oh, that totally. Oh my God, that must be so hard. I understand yep. why you have this. <laughs> Someone understands why. <laughs> you still have to fix your shit. <laughs> you still have to fix your shit. Yeah. If you want, nobody's gonna fix your shit for you. If you want to get out of it, I learned that through through doing the, the book and and I mean like many things. But that's the thing is like no one is gonna fix your shit for you. Can't do it. When in life has that ever happened? I want to start a business. I've talked to like ten best entrepreneurs in the world. Like I'm just looking for an opinion on what to do. You like opinion? Go fucking. You gotta just jump. <laughs> you want someone to fix like build a business for you? Or seventy percent of lottery winners file bankruptcy in three years because yeah, you didn't you didn't earn it. You didn't have the foundation. You didn't earn it. You don't know what to yeah. do with it. Yeah, it's gone because you had no money. If you have no money to begin with, and then you get all the money, you're gonna probably go back to no money because there's a reason you had no money to begin with because you never really learned how it works. Yeah, you gotta learn how your shit works. And the cool thing is, you only have to do it once. Like you truly only. Just like uh, maybe like a mountain bike. I, I train jiu-jitsu, right? I put like two and a half hardcore years in. You know what? I know the shit still. I'm, I'm not sharp, as sharp. Yeah. It's been like two years. That's where I'm at but, with it. Dude, I'll grapple. You got a blue I, belt or you got? Yeah, I'm blue. Yeah. I can have somebody, some crazy black belt in here just fucking grab me, rip me off. I'm going to be able to, you know, defend myself for some time and like it doesn't go those skills don't go away yeah. so when you when you learn the body you kind of you got it for life this fix your shit thing yep like playing a piano blow the dust off you can still play <laughs> you know I you know. still go oh, okay a little rusty i'll get this <laughs> yeah. you know what you need to do yeah. so that's that's what i that's you know my vision for the world is a world in which everyone is has that skill set of of that of the of the skill set of being positionally present with their body, knowing exactly what what their body needs to do to get in the position that it needs to for them to live the life they want to live. And if they hurt themselves, they know they know how to back up. They know what to do to go forward. And then it's just not a problem anymore. It's like one, this whole issue of pain and chronic pain is just solved. Hmm. Solved. So we that's what we try to do. That's my my personal vision is I just want to I know that's a superpower. My job is to deliver to people in an entertaining way. It's educational, and then everyone to get it over the course of time. And then, you know, maybe in 100 years from now or so, 200 years, 
all these chiros and doctors, they just have other jobs. Maybe they work for movie at that point. Yep. I wonder, so um, where do people go from here? Um, well, I mean, the best the best tool is to go to Move You on Instagram. Go to our Instagram. We one put, million followers. Yeah, I got a million followers on there, and it's, it's all echo. Yeah, an echo behind that. We did hit we that last year. We do the post edit thing. Echo that. <laughs> one million. Yeah. Right, in. and so we it's a million because we 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 make shit for just give it to you guys. Ninety nine point nine percent of people. Ninety nine percent of our audience is free. They just use our social media. Yeah. Okay, fine. A little insight here. We have released our app in the App Store. It's just an infant, though, right mm. now. It's a baby. Imagine a child that came out of the vagina, and there's the umbilical cord attached, and the, ch- the child moves an arm. That's where our app At least is, right? It wasn't a C-section. It wasn't a C-section. It came right out. El Natural. Yeah, yeah, Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Of course. This movie had cool. Right. Yeah. El Natural. <laughs> Sorry. And so this, it, that's where it is now. It's currently version 1.1. Yeah. Um, but you get the app. And also, for those people who are like those people who are limited with pain or imbalance, or they're interested in gaining more, they're nerd with body movement and want to master their own body, Those, especially people that are limited with pain, go join the MoveU program. Go to MoveU.com for that one. Go read all about it. Read all about it. You have to be all in for that one. You got to like be like, look, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. People are hard workers. They're willing to put in the work. They just need a plan that works. MoveU programs for those people. Uh, and you will fix your shit there. So you got the Instagram. You got the program. Uh, we drop podcasts as well. You can download Move You Unfiltered on there. We try to make it accessible through all channels, but just stay connected with Move You through social media for now. I'd say is a, is a minimum. Hello, man. If there was one takeaway summation from this conversation, is there anything you could have people go home with? If there's like one thing, they're like, okay, like what? What am I? What, after this hour long talk, like what are we saying here? What are you saying? What's the hour? The hour long talk is that is that is that anything in this world is possible and pain is necessary part of growth Hmm. growing in this world mentally and physically pain is a necessary tool for that so know that i believe in everybody i believe in each person's ability i believe every person has a is i believe every person has magic in them they just need to find their lane with it Hmm. i don't know what their lane is Hmm. But whatever it is, I believe people are, are have it in them to be excel, excellent, and to live that unbelievable life. And that is definitely one free from pain. Yeah, I mean that living free from pain doesn't even take that long. So my point is, I think I got a little sideways on this one here. <laughs> I think I was going on. We'll, I think I took we'll a right. When we do the echo, I want you to echo the echo <laughs> we'll, and just the take-home we'll message is fix your shit. There, just end it with just cut that all that shit out. Just the take-home message is fix your shit. It never stops. It's a lifestyle. You always have to fix your shit. <laughs> Only you're gonna fix your shit. Only you are gonna fix your shit. That's good. That's it. It's true. I love it. Yeah. Dope. Dude. Thank you, brother. Thank you. By the way, thank you for following up with me. Thank you for taking time to come down here. Absolutely. Thank you for that. It's great. You've it's been honor, great. Man. Your book is phenomenal. I enjoyed it. I'm going to keep digging into it even more. You cover what you do. What I really like with your book is that the truth with whether it's recovering or optimizing or balancing your body or fixing your shit, it's a sun up till sundown process yep. it doesn't necessarily have to be hard either yep. it's that there's some things that you can do in your life if you rearrange your or add some things to your home life or take some things away or take some things away set up your office life a little different set your car your car height seat a little different right you do these things and then you add some movements to your life and you find you and now you move your life on this and this, this, and you slowly make improvements in each area here, that you're going to be making incremental long-term progress. But you cover it so well in your book. Thanks, man. Lifestyle. Exactly. Your book's written on lifestyle. Yeah, movement. And lifestyle. all the components, from the breathing to the movement to the eyes to the way your desk is to the way you drive. Your book covers really nicely that, and that's the truth. It's that. Living well is a lifestyle. Yeah, man. It is. That's, yeah, that was exactly what we were going for. So hearing, I mean, there's not like 
many people that I would value that perception from more. So hearing that reflection from you, um, I appreciate it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, after I read the book, I'm like, damn, like I feel like we're more similar than I thought. Oh good. Yeah. I'm like, well, that philosophy is wrong. I was even thinking I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah. Great. Of course. I, Cause sometimes we're doing videos. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot. Of course the way the office is set up. Yes. Jeez. I forgot that. Yes. That matters. Yep. So great work on that. Well, I, I feel we're on a similar mission yep. and I support you. Cool. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we'll put this out on video as well. And uh, Buy his album. <laughs> buy my album. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Over now. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did with my homie, Dr. Mike Wasalisson. What a name. Um, if you did, share it on the Instagram is a likely place that you might want to do that. You can share it with uh, myself, Align Podcast, or you can share it with Move U, M-O-V-E-U. And uh, yeah, either of those guys and we'll very likely reshare those things if you share some sweet clips because I think there's a lot of good ones from this conversation. And I hope you guys devour the free tutorial guide that you can find at AlignPodcast.com on how to sit more effectively when you're working on your computer. That's a big deal. We spend a lot of time sitting. And so very helpful, simple breakdowns in that tutorial guide uh, and also on how to effectively sit on the ground and even how to stand. There is an art and science to most positions you can inhabit in your physical situation. And all that and more is found in the free week of the Eli Method Online program as well. All right. Hope you guys are staying healthy. Hope you guys are staying uplifted. And I will see you or speak to you next week.